FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. Just something short, something sweet, something that can encapsulate some of the latest news that goes on in our sport. But first up, thank you to Renthal, or a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. When you talk about Renthal, you talk about the teams that use it, including Red Bull KTM that just won the championship with Cooper Webb. When you talk about Ken Roxon and Chase Sexton, and you talk about the Monster Energy Kawasaki team of uh, Eli Tomac and Adam Teen Cirillo. And Tomac is the subject of this Renthal Reaction podcast. Renthal.com for more information. They got a bar and a sprocket and a chain and a grip for pretty much any occasion. Would you agree, Paul Parabinos? Yes. What's up, Steve? Yeah, man, we got a, uh, for sure, fitment for everybody. <laughs> yeah, just whatever whatever you got, whatever it is. You, you, they got the size for you. They got the teeth for you. They got the chain size for you. And if you have uh, little tiny baby hands, they got soft grips. If you're like a real man, they got the firm grips, you know, full waffle, firm grips. Go ahead. Try everything. It's that simple. Yep. Yep. Uh, also, kind of something I wanted to touch on on this podcast, and obviously that's kind of why we do it, is is uh, I want to bring up our WorksFit tool that we have at Renthal. Um, okay. I just wrote an article um, that'll be going out on our website that kind of gives um, directs people to some specific bar bends based on their height and stature, based on uh, just your modern modern motocrossers, right? Your modern 250, 450 motocrossers from all the OEMs. So that's an article that'll be coming out soon, and we got we're pushing our WorksFit tool across all our advertising platforms this month and um yeah it's a really cool tool i just want everyone to to know about it and go there and um yeah nerd out on some handlebar bends and right. figure out exactly what you're looking for should i send that to tyler medaglia now or, or just wait oh he he probably know he probably has it bookmarked <laughs> like he he loves that tool i bet so can i punch in 14.9 for seventh overall world vets on a yamaha and it can shoot out what i need to perform even better no, not necessarily. Okay, you can right. you can you can input your bike into the WorksFit tool. It'll bring up the stock bend on your bike, and then you can overlay different rental handlebars oh. to get an idea. So if you're like, if you were like, man, if I had something just a touch taller, I probably would have went one one at the world bends. Yeah. So this is the handlebar I need to get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm down. Yeah. Check it out, everybody. You know? That sounds pretty cool. Um, big news in our sport for sure. Uh, silly season stuff has been going on for a while. Aaron Plessinger to Red Bull KTM. Uh, I think that that's going to happen. We're pretty sure about that. But Eli Tomac, Paul, uh, he is, uh, the press release came out today. Monster Energy Kawasaki, uh, put out the press release today saying that they will not continue, uh, with Eli in 2022. Um, and, um, if everything's to be believed, he will be going, taking his talents over to Yamaha. This is big news, Parabinos. Yeah, I think for sure it is. Right. And um, uh, I think for a number of reasons. Right. Eli is winding down his career. I think that's fair to say. Right. We, he, he's not going to be around for five years more. No, um, maybe a couple years, one or two. Um, so it's it's odd that he would jump ship um, this late in his career. Uh, but um, but yeah, as things change and happen and um, yeah, obviously he was looking for some sort of a change. And I, I believe this is mostly bike and kind of staffing motivated. I don't think it's a big jump in money. I mean, Eli is one of those elite guys that we have about four or five in our sport that command a seven-figure salary from the the OEM that they ride for. There's not many of those guys, right? It's Eli, it's Ken, it's Cooper, um, it's Jason Anderson. That's 
that's really about it. I, I, I might be missing somebody, but, um, everyone else is, you know, there's a lot of guys through the top 12 that are six figure guys, but there's, you know, that handful that make over a million dollars. Um, so I think this is a, this is a really exciting move for star racing for Yamaha that, right. They're getting, I mean, this is big news for them. This legitimizes their team. Um, but I, I am thinking this is more bike motivated. Interesting. Yeah, I um I broke the news last week with a tweet. And I was doing some digging around and I was talking to some guys. And first of all, for some context here, you have to know that going back to uh, uh the the factory connection days with the Tomax, I've heard from many people around the team, many people who have dealt with the Tomax for gear, helmets, uh, things like that. That they are very money-driven uh, people, and uh, if you offer them more money, they will go and uh, and whatever. That's fine. That's the free market. That's what it is. But there definitely has been some hard feelings in the past by some people that are like, man, we, you know, they're just going for the money, and, and that's fine. So initially, Paul, um, I thought to myself, well, this could be another example that Bobby Reagan has shown he's DGAF since taking over the Yamaha operation and you know the contract was up and maybe this is a money move and and Yamaha simply outbid Kawasaki. I mean everybody's got the right to first refusal, but these teams rarely use that. So, uh I thought and eh, this thing reeks a bit about but a money move, but I made some more phone calls and talked to some more people and I believe you're right, Paul. I don't think this is a money move. I think um this is a bike thing. This is a a uh, personnel decision. I think the folks at Kawasaki from what I've talked to, they they're fine. They they think it's time. Um, they they haven't been able to make a bike totally work for Eli. And I, I I would point to the titles and the wins and say that they have. But I think there's been frustration on both sides over there on bike setup and getting this thing to work right. And I think when you look over at Star Yamaha, there's a guy there named Ricky Gilmore who works for KYB and he's assigned to Star Yamaha. Well, he used to be uh, Tomai's personal mechanic back in Colorado, and uh, he's a suspension guy. And uh, he knows his stuff, and they really like him, and they really trust him. And he's over there working on that. I think Dave Arnold, from uh, uh, the legendary uh, team manager from Honda, Dave Arnold is over there now consulting, I believe. He's been some consulting for Rockstar. He's consulted for uh, – um, well, that was through Roger. He's consulted through FC for a little while. I believe he's helping out some stuff. I think the Tomax like him. And I think, Paul, exactly what you said. I think this is a move of, like, we need a better motorcycle – and we think Yamaha will be a better motorcycle for us. And I sense the Cowie guys are fine with that. Like they, I sense that they're like, look, they let James Stewart walk. They let Ricky Carmichael walk. You know what I mean? They let guys go. Uh, it's not like a, a, a thing that they haven't done before. They fired Jeff Emig. They fired Davey Millsaps. And I think they were like, cool. All right. It ain't just, it ain't going to work here for us anymore. So I honestly think both sides needed to change. Yeah. I, I think so too. Um, you know, where I stand and or I guess my opinion on it, I guess you could say is, is I, I know a lot of people at Kawasaki very, very well. I've worked next to them for years. I personally think the staff and the people and the talent at Kawasaki is, is the absolute pinnacle elite in the sport. When you talk about, you know, Aaron Johnson and Oscar Weirdeman and some of the minds they have at Kawasaki, I, I think there are there is no better group of staff in the sport, and and I'll argue that with anybody because I have firsthand experience with them. So, but when it comes to a high profile guy like this, you know, they they become very demanding, and 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 as their years go on in the sport, and you're being catered to, 
and you're number one. And it's, it's literally like, man, I wonder what I can ask for next that they would do. It, it literally gets to that point. But I think Kawasaki is, is very, um, they're, I, I'm trying to find the right word for it. They are absolutely willing to do whatever it takes them to make the motorcycle the best it can for the rider, but they're not willing to let the rider run their team. And I think some teams let the rider run their team. Um, and I don't think Kawasaki does that. And I, I actually respect them a ton for that because they have obligations to sponsors and many, many different people. It is not Eli Tomac Kawasaki. It's Monster Energy Kawasaki. Um, so I think, yeah, there's some frustration with the motorcycle, you know, but a lot of that, I don't know that this move to Yamaha is going to fix it. I, I really don't, you know, and I, you know, Ricky Gilmore, you bring him up. I, I believe in Ricky very much. I think he's a great suspension tech. He's a great rider himself. I think that's really important at this level. Um, you bring up Dave Arnold. He's kind of made his way through multiple teams in the last decade. And I think there's been a switch in the, in theories of how motorcycles are set up a lot because of, because of Dave, Ar Dave Arnold, right? Years ago, it was, it seemed like rear end low, front end high, where I think Dave Arnold has been a lot of the reason behind a lot of these teams going to rear end high, kind of, you know, less sag type setups. I think that's a lot of Dave Arnold. So, um, but in Eli switching to this motorcycle, which I do believe the Yamaha is going to be new next year, I would, I would assume Eli probably already wrote it or wrote a version of it at his house in Cortez. I don't think he signs without doing that. Um, so I think he thinks the base is there to do so, but, but oftentimes, I mean, I do think that Eli needs to look in the mirror a little bit and understand that it's the way he rides the motorcycle. Sometimes I think there, that double DNF at Loretta Lynn's was a big riff, you know, that was, that shouldn't happen, but you can't, you can't hold the bike wide open and modulate the power with the clutch and drag the rear brake and, and shoot white smoke out of the clutch in a supercross, you know, because you're so, so hard on the, on the clutch and on the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that that's going to change going to Yamaha, and I think it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, how the relationship goes between Eli asking and demanding certain things, and Star, you know, help, you know, obviously helping cater to him, but not letting him fully take the reins. I think that's going to be really interesting dynamic to see how that pans out. Yeah, it should be. And when I say like there's frustrations with the motorcycle, I'm not saying I agree that this is the, the switch to the, that the Tomacs are going to, are going to look for and it's going to help. But I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, um, and, and I think the, the, you know, I have on a pretty good authority that he took last year's supercross setup that he won with and, and didn't start with that. Didn't like it. And they, they had to throw it back on at some point this year. And and it was like, what? Wait, this is great. This won you the championship. We love this. And it was like, nah, not good anymore. Well, okay. you know. So, th But then they were going back to it later on. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if this is the answer. But I think that was, was driven, one of the reasons why it was driven. You know, you could also look, if you're Bruce Sternstrom, who's got, you know, who's the guy who watched uh, Ricky walk away and fired Fro and, and all and 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 I think he was there when James left. I think he was still there. He might have went to Monster yeah. by then. Yeah. You know, J Bruce is a great guy, but also like Eli, the last two series, uh, four fifty motocross last summer and four fifty supercross this this year, he wasn't in the title hunt. He was not in the title hunt. Um, he was many many points back. Still won races, which is awesome. But um, I could see Kawasaki being like, okay. The last two series, you haven't been anywhere close to the title. Uh, we're not giving you any more money. 
you know, every rider has a tipping point where, where father time catches up to them. Uh, Eli's almost there. Not there yet, but he's almost there. And you're not happy with the bike? So, hey, see you later. And uh, no hard feelings. That's the sense I get from that side of things. I haven't talked to the Tomax at all uh, for this, but that's just all kind of what I gather. And, and I'm with you. Like, there, Look, Kenny Roxon, it's no secret. Kenny Roxon has a lot of say what goes on in Honda. And there's certain people around the Honda orbit that have not been happy with that. Uh, but but that's the that's what you do when you get these guys, and that's what happens. And and Ryan Dungey, I don't get the sense with Coop so much, but Dunge also I with KTM. Yeah. Dunge also when yeah. he was there, you know? Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point with Coop. Like, um, you know, I, 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 it's hard for these guys, again, when they have this entire staff of, of people catering to their every want and need. And Honda is pretty notorious for doing whatever it takes to make the rider most comfortable. If, if the ask comes from somebody on the staff, it doesn't move as fast. But when it comes from the rider himself, um, whether it be Geyser or, or Ken Roxon, um, they will make it happen, right? Whatever whatever they ask for. So um, I, I think, yeah, when you look at KTMs, just for the simple fact of have you ever seen a crossbarred handlebar on Roger Coster's motorcycle in the last decade? You you haven't. They don't They don't allow it. Like Roger believes in having a handlebar without a crossbar because it'll bend further before braking, which means there's a higher likelihood that you can get up, finish the race and collect points. So it's little things like that to where the team eventually has to say, hey, no, like we're not doing this. OK, and and I, I do think it gets too far down the line with some of these really big, big guys. And um, and I think. And I think Kawasaki, you know, holds their ground with with um, in some of these situations more so than some other teams. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that relationship develops with with yep. Yamaha and, and Bobby Reagan too, right? He's a strong personality. Absolutely, but I think uh, you know when you talk about these big guys like Tomac and like Roxon, I mean they're mini corporations. They have trainers, they have parents, they have wives, they have uh, bus drivers, they have practice bike mechanics. They are a whole big corporation amongst themselves and no and some of these guys none of, the, none of them tells none of nobody tells them no you know so yeah any, anyways um, and it'll you know it'll be interesting you know we all know star is making the move to tallahassee i believe Fran ferrandis is going there eli ain't gonna go there no right? that, like that'll he definitely ain't, be, yeah. he ain't setting up shop in tallahassee so no. that'll be interesting and and i would imagine the paycheck that he commanded was larger than what aaron plessinger was getting so i'd don't know that I would see a third guy at star on a 450 anymore. And and Eli is also one of those one of those riders with enough power to say, hey, if I'm signing this contract, Ferrandis is my teammate, and there is no other bikes on the truck. Well, that, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second here on the Renthal Reaction Podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, at first I thought it was money, uh, but then it turns out it's really not. And I think both sides are just happy to walk away with a lot of success. Uh, Supercross title, three outdoor championships, maybe a fourth this summer, um, and I think, uh, yeah, it's the biggest switch in our sport for a long time, and that'll be really, I, really interesting. And I think Cowie, yeah, Cowie's happy and proud for it too, right? They, they, they had a void, like they didn't have anybody that was coming up through their program, and they were, they were lucky and fortunate to snatch up Eli mm-hmm. Tomac and, and win all those titles through those years. So, so yeah, I think um, there can't be any hard feelings on each side. It's just time to try and try something new. For people I talk to, too, Brian Krantz, his mechanic for Factory Connection, and Cowie, he's going to stay at Cowie and work in-house. So Eli will have yeah. a new wrench next year from the Star Racing guys, too. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting because I want to say that uh, Kranz and Eli have the longest-standing relationship in the sport right now. Um, I don't think Eli's been taken to the gate by anybody else 
um, besides Kranz since his second year as a pro. I, I, you know, he didn't have Kranz his first year. Um, but, but I'm super happy for Brian. You know, he's a, he's always been super respectful to me. You know, we obviously battled each other. Our riders battled each other, um, in the 2012 outdoor season when I worked for Baggett and, you know, I, I proudly handed over the number one plate to Brian Kranz when him and Eli won that title. So, um, I'm happy for him. He has three young kids that he hasn't really been able to be around much to watch grow up. And, um, and now he's going to have a great job in house at Cowie and he does, isn't going to have to travel as much anymore. So I'm stoked for him too. I don't really look, I mean, look, it's early and and I know that they're moving over there for, for Ricky Gilmore and for Dave Arnold and for all the help that they're getting. But I don't, I don't think it changes. It's early. I don't think this is the key that unlocks Eli. He's going to be a year older. You know what I mean? Uh, We'll see what happens this summer. I could change based on what happens this summer, but I don't expect Eli to be the dominant force this summer. Um, So we'll see. But early, early, uh, early thoughts, Paul, for me are, I don't see this changing the trajectory of his, uh, of his career. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, Um, I don't think we're going to see a big uptick or a big down, you know, downtick. I think it's just, um, you know, he's going to, the summer's going to be very tough. I think Osborne, Sexton, uh, Cincerillo, um, I think those guys are going to be really gnarly and hard to beat. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think yeah. next year on a Yamaha, I think it'll be much of the same with Eli, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. So I had everybody I talked to has Malcolm Stewart running over to the rockstar team, but I talked to a guy from star yesterday who said they're going to try to make a Mookie a contract offer. Now Mookie social seemed to think that he was done there, uh, with the team, but maybe he was just done that year. Um, but for my people I talked to, they're going to make him an offer to stay there. I, I personally don't think the um, Mookie going to Rockstar Husky is is a thing or right. is an option. Um, they've never had a Supercross only guy over there. Uh, I, I think that his deal is, you know, he's it's hard for him to find a deal a little bit, right? Like he's Supercross only. He has to wear his gear. I think the best spot for him is at Star, and um, I also think his deal isn't isn't that expensive, right? Isn't uh, I don't know what he gets paid, but I just don't. I think star is still the best fit for him. So if they have a third guy, mm-hmm. I, I agree it would be Mookie or I, I think it would not be anybody else. I think it would be Mookie or nobody. And I don't, I don't look for Mookie to go rockstar Husky at all. I just, I, I think that's false. Right. Right. So, uh, monster energy Kawasaki has an opening and I think it's going to be Jason Anderson. They've, uh, they've reached out to each other. Uh, I think they've made an offer to him. Um, I don't know if he likes it, if it's uh, as high as he wants it to go, but Factory bikes are hard to get, and it sounds like Anderson's time at Rockstar Husky is coming to an end. And if he wants a factory motorcycle, this might be the only chance left. Yeah, I I really hope and I hope to see Jason go over there if he you know because the, the Rockstar Husky team has been a great place for him. Obviously, he's had a lot of success there, but the team has changed. He's always ridden for Bobby Hewitt, and it's not Bobby Hewitt over there anymore. So that is a little different. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of what's the what's the word i'm looking for um when you're inside the ktm group there's a lot of stipulations and rules and do this do that type thing and Mm -hmm. and i think jason wants a little bit more freedom with what he can do during the week which i think he has it now but i think that's a lot of his you know bobby was his guy to go to bat for jason and i don't know that uh he's getting that as as you know as much as he had before so um, and I personally think that, again, I, I know the staff and I know the motorcycle really well. I think he would be awesome on a green bike. Um, so I got to think that Cowie's going to figure it out and, and, and make it happen somehow. I don't know if that's a, you know, if that's more money or if it's a two-year deal over a one-year deal offer, whatever that is. 
I think Cowie has to make it happen because there is nobody else in my eyes that's fitting enough to take that spot. Um, Cowie is waiting for Forkner to come. You know, I think they, you know, they, they believe in Austin, um, back when he was winning all those races, you know, before he got hurt and he's had a string of injuries. I think they believe in Austin Forkner and they want him on a Cowie 450 when he's ready. But, um, but now they got a spot to fill and they need somebody that can, that can be a championship contender. And that's Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see if that happens. I mean, to me, um, that seems like a natural thing right there for both sides. Right. Uh, Joey Savacci's out there. I mean, there's somebody they could pick up if you're talking about somebody else. So, well, he was there once. I don't, I don't think they, um, that, yeah. that would, he'd go back, but right, maybe. Right. Yeah, maybe. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, and then Rockstar Husky, maybe they, maybe they keep Dino, maybe your buddy Dino. Paul is the beneficiary of this where they're like, oh, we kind of like Dean. He's got a good following. He's a good second guy to, to Zacco, and maybe Dean can stay there. I I have nothing to add to that. I have no insight. I don't know what you're talking about. But do you – well, you don't have to give us what you mean, <laughs> but do you agree with that premise? Yes. I yeah. mean, I think so. Yeah. Um, Dean is – Dean, at the end of the day, as much as, you know, obviously he's, he's not a race winner, but he's not paid to be a race winner either. Yeah. At the end of the day, he finishes in the top ten every single time. So – find me somebody else that <clears throat> that can do that and that also has the ability to to sell product like Dean does. He has a he has a global fan base cuz he's lived in Europe and Scotland, he's mm-hmm. lived in Canada, he's raced all, all these different continents and you know, he's been in Australia a bunch. He's he has a global fan base and a global reach and I think he's um <clears throat> you know, he gets some of the best interaction on his social media than and then and then anybody. I think he's only so- Roxon has more followers than him too. So sells artificial grass too. All the time. Yes, he does. No yeah. problem. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. He'll show up for whatever photo shoot you need. I mean, um, yeah, he's I think he's a joy to have on the team. Right. So there there's that 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 I can see that uh, that door staying open for Dino um for the following year. But yeah, Tomac leaving Cal what do you think of Cowie putting that press release out? I think that's smart. I, I think it's awesome. I think they've learned um through a lot of things that they've been through that it's it's important to react quicker, especially as we, you know, we go on and on in the digital age that we're in, right? It's no mo- it's no longer Racer X print magazines and cycle news newspapers. It's it's different. You gotta be quicker, you gotta react. So I think getting in front of it and, and kind of shutting down some of the chit chat is, is important. And now it's we're fully aware that Cowie needs to find somebody for his spot. So that'll be the the next domino to fall and then and then uh, everyone else can start finding spots after that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Renthal.com, uh, Renthal Reaction, the Tomac leaving uh, Kawasaki. The news came out officially today from uh, from the guys at Kawasaki. Some other silly season stock in there. If you need some bars, you need some sprockets, chains, please check out Renthal, Renthal.com, uh, um, Honda, Kawasaki, Red Bull KTM, the, the greatest of the greats. T- more championships than all the other b- competing brands combined, which is – Man, that's a shit ton. That's all. That's yeah. all I know. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to update the read for you because now we just added another U.S. title. With yeah. Web. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully we can get them this summer, and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, perfect. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you, Paul Perbinos from Renthal. Uh, we'll talk soon, buddy. Thank you. All right. See ya.